It's never a matter of if, it's only a matter of when. This is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes, you, are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. We're covering topics like wealth, worthiness, the pursuit of your passions, and you'll be inspired to break all the rules of living an ordinary life. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. The thriving spiritual practice, the steamy relationship, the income, and the impact. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. Good morning, everyone. At least it is morning where I am and when I am recording this podcast, although that might be a little bit different from when you're listening to it. So I hope that wherever you are, whatever time it is, that this message reaches you, impacts you in some beautiful and blessed way and allows you to live with a little bit more expansive energy within you and perspective that you can create and step into anything that you desire because today we have a entire episode dedicated to eight manifestation lessons to collapse time that I learned over my experience and my journey searching for a house. And so we weren't buying a house, we were renting a house. And I'm gonna jump into the entire process. And this is obviously a little bit different than the usual episodes that I record around business and spirituality. But of course, all of the lessons tie into whatever we are manifesting in our life. These are universal lessons. And I hope that you guys really enjoy this episode and also can kind of just see a peek behind the curtain of my experience manifesting our house you know the process of house hunting has always been stressful for me but it was always stressful because I didn't really make a lot of money and I didn't have good credit I didn't have a ton of debt but there were definitely a lot of things that had been sent to collections in my early 20s and late teens so it was always difficult to get into an apartment usually had to have a co-signer um, and I've definitely talked about the days when I used to go to money tree to get a payday advance to be able to pay for a part of my rent because I didn't have enough money in my accounts on a monthly basis and that was just of course so humiliating and just brought a lot of shame to me during those years this was when I was like mm, maybe like maybe 22 yeah or 21 so my early 20s I was broke terrible credit had a whole bunch of things going to collections oh my god including a so I was really stoned and watching QVC and I bought myself an airbrush makeup system what an idiotic purchase that was. I realized the next morning what I had done. Loved my airbrush machine though once I got it. But I was like, I don't have $300 to pay for this thing. Because you know, they have it like, oh, it's this payment. But then it's like, but then five extra payments of this thing um, or whatever the price is. And um, I did not 
know that. So I ended up with this $300 airbrush makeup machine that I did not have the money to buy. And I ended up getting sent to collections because I was I emailed the company. I'm like, no, I, I can't have this. <laughs> and they were like, mm, sorry. Um, so I had silly things like that sent to collections. Um, so if you have anything in collections or have ever had anything in collections, know that your girl has been there. There's no shame in that. You can always get out because this time around searching for a house, I had amazing credit, tons of money in the bank. And I'm not saying this to brag. I'm, I'm lining up a story <laughs> and um, thought that this was going to be such a fun and flowy experience where I didn't have to settle. And it was just going to be really like lighthearted and fun and like the first time that I would have choice and not feel like I had to just like move into the first place that I saw um and that's how I went into it however very quickly I realized that there were kind of a lot of things that were stacked up against me and I kind of forgot a lot of my manifestation rules and lost chill a few times throughout this process and so I guess my reason for wanting to share this with you guys one is to just be vulnerable and transparent and share that it's not always rainbows and butterflies and you know 50k months it's also other areas of my life being tested and having to master different levels of emotions and and expectation and again learn these lessons and how to apply these lessons in not only business but other areas of life too so whether you are just starting out in business whether you are manifesting a home as well too or a partner hopefully these lessons will support you in getting into even greater alignment so that you can collapse time and really shift into the reality where your manifestations already exist so much faster than maybe you would have beforehand so with that being said let's jump into it you guys so like I said there were a couple things stacked against us and even me saying that is probably creating a block in a story so I will admit that right here and right now that this idea that there are things against me is and this was something that I carried with me throughout pretty much the entire experience was preventing me from really looking at things from different perspectives and also getting creative with the ways in which I showed up and, um, you know, talked to and met with these people that were offering homes, which I'll get into in a moment. But we had COVID and self-employment as the two big things that have impacted the, I guess, ease in a lot of ways of our search. So COVID a lot of people were looking for houses. There weren't quite as many places up for rent and for sale as well too because people weren't moving. They didn't have to move. As you guys know, you know, I think California and all in the United States, I'm not 100% sure exactly what the law was, but in the United States and California, you didn't have to pay your rent. I don't know if that's still the case, but so there wasn't a lot of availability out there and a lot of the availability wasn't at the caliber that I wanted. And so this was really me stepping into, I am not settling and I will wait to find the perfect place. And I have an idea and a vision of exactly what that is. So I'm not going to settle for anything less than that because I know that in the past, anytime that I've settled on a place or have just moved into a place really quickly without feeling into it in my body, it's always been around that like six month mark where I have just grown out of the place. And so I really wanted to find a place that I could grow into rather than grow out of. So 
for me, my environment, as I'm sure it is with so many of you, if not all of you, is a reflection of the expansive state that I can tap into at any given point. So I wanted a place that made me feel really expansive because I knew that if I was stretching myself into an expansive space that I would be stretching myself in other areas as well too and um, you guys know like this has been a big year for me in my business and I want to continue growing and I knew that having my own space reflect that growth would only propel it even further so that was really challenging to like be manically looking at Zillow and all of these different listing websites and not find anything that was up to the caliber. San Diego obviously has beautiful homes, but we wanted something that was bigger. We wanted a three bedroom so we could both have offices or have a guest room and an office. And I wanted everything to be updated, <laughs> white and airy and just like very, very, again, expansive. And so it's a little challenging. Um, but there were many times when I started to doubt if I could even have that, to doubt if it was even available. And so one of the things that came up when I finally found a place that I was just like obsessed with, it had white cabinets in the kitchen with the gold um, gold poles. I don't, I don't know any like interior design or house lingo, decor lingo, so please forgive me if I'm using very elementary terms. Um, it had like different colors within the within the kitchen cabinet so there were dark blue and then white it was really beautiful you walked into the house and it had just like floor to ceiling windows into the backyard and it was two blocks off the beach in wind and sea and I um, was obsessed with it but the moment that I found it it felt so like emotionally reactive like I just felt like so much anxiety and so this leads me to number one and number two so number one is as a manifestation lesson you are worthy of whatever it is that you desire simply because you are and one of the things that came up for me within this whole experience and especially with this house that i'm talking about is that i felt like i needed to prove myself i felt like i needed to prove myself to the to the uh homeowners i felt like i needed to prove myself to the real estate agent i just felt like i needed to prove myself and be bigger than i was and what i found is that when we get into a state of feeling like we need to prove ourselves with something I don't think it's necessarily the right thing for us, but it is a crucial part of our healing and preparing us to receive the actual right thing that we desire. And so as an example, if you are in business and you're a coach and you really want to prove yourself to a certain client that maybe is talking to a few different coaches and you feel this almost this strong urge to prove yourself, what I believe that is, is simply a lesson in establishing our worthiness and that we do not have to prove ourselves to anyone or the right thing ever. And so in those times when we feel like we need to prove ourselves, whether it be to a client, a person, a, you know, um, in a house situation, the lesson there is not to prove yourself, but instead to self-validate and come back to a space of I am worthy of this thing simply because I am. I am worthy of this desire simply because I want it. I am worthy of this because I exist because there's no need to prove yourself. And I think that this idea of proving ourselves comes from the many times in which we have felt this urge to prove ourselves through, you know, various jobs or in school and all of the ways in which we try to 
seem worthy to other people for their acceptance and um, for their, you know, acknowledgement. I think about, you know, the times when I, whenever I started a new job, when I would just be that workhorse for the first few um, weeks and months to prove myself and my worthiness to my boss. And, you know, there is no needing to prove anytime because you are worthy of it. I was always worthy of the job. That's why they hired me. You were always worthy of the client. That's why they reached out to you. And so instead of feeling like you need to prove yourself to someone else, how can you come back to self-validating? And so for me, what that meant was doing some deep work with my coach and like really coming back to being honest with myself that I was trying to prove myself and feeling like who I was, my age, you know, what I did for work was enough and I knew it was enough because then I started thinking about how impactful it's been for me and how impactful it's been for my clients and how impactful it is to have this podcast and connect with you guys and then um, just really grounding that in and so what you can even do is just take some time to sit down and journal out why you are fucking awesome and like be honest with yourself about why you are fucking awesome whether it be about the clients that you've helped whether it be about helping yourself if you've never worked with clients um you know if it comes back to like a house situation it's like i'm a perfect tenant i pay my bills on time all the time i take great care of the house i create really beautiful homey environments that are just like very warm and cozy and i'm kind to the landlords like i'm a i'm the great i'm a great tenant and so that was one part of it for me and then the second part of that um that came up is that the thing that you're manifesting and this is like lesson number two the thing that you're manifesting should be next to effortless in the way in which it comes to you and so this doesn't mean that it doesn't necessarily take work or that you don't have to take action what this means to be very very clear if you have a lot of anxiety or strong uncomfortable emotions around the thing because what i've found and through this experience of this house was that it was not the one but again it was preparing me through healing little aspects of myself that I hadn't necessarily looked at in a while um, to receive the actual place and to walk into that other place that we, you know, just got the approval on um, a couple days ago, feeling much more grounded in my worth and much more clear on who I was and what I was able to bring to the table. So if you are feeling a lot of anxiety or strong, uncomfortable emotions around whatever it is that you're calling in, whether it be a partner or a job or a client, you know, maybe you had a sales call recently and you wanted to work with the person so bad and you have all of this anxiety and you see that they're posting on their Instagram stories, but they haven't gotten back to you yet and they said they would, whatever that is, take a step back and can you cut the cord between you and that thing? And again, come back to a space of self-validating and knowing that the thing that you're manifesting shouldn't feel forced. It shouldn't feel like this, you know, like stepping through honey kind of experience where it doesn't feel good. It should feel good. It should feel next to effortless. And again, this doesn't mean that you're not taking action. It just means that you are in a state of flow and in a state of alignment. So that alignment is, it f I feel good. What I see around me is a, is a reflection of that feeling good. The communication is smooth. You know, like all aspects of this feel good. It just feels good. And what I found from the place that we ended up getting which I'm so excited to show you guys, like seriously so excited. My office has an ocean view. It's fucking amazing. Um, what I found from like finding that place, 
reaching out to the people, going and seeing it, even waiting like 48 hours to get the news that we got it. Because the 48 hours with the other place that I found beforehand, I was a wreck. I was crying. It was bizarre, you guys. It was bizarre. I'd never been so like emotionally charged up about something um, since like before I started doing any personal development work. Um, but I needed it needed to happen. But anyways, the entire time with the place that we actually got, it was just this calm, cool, collected certainty. Like, mm, yeah, this is the one. Yeah, we got this. I know that we got this. I'm not worried. I know that they're going to call us. And they did. So I just felt into that and really trusted how I was feeling and utilized that feeling to develop a stronger sense of faith, if that makes sense. So after that house, the one that like created a volcanic eruption inside of me, I came back to my manifestation, you know, manifesto or whatever, and all of the lessons and things that I had learned over the years and taught myself over the years and remembered that, and this is lesson number three, it's never a matter of if, it's only a matter of when. And so what I mean by that is after that house and when I was, you know, in my volcanic eruption stage, really just like feeling all of my emotions, I was in this space of, well, it's not going to happen. No one's going to take me seriously. It doesn't matter how much money I make, blah, 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 blah. I'm too young and no one like no one is going to want to rent to me because I'm self-employed and all of these different things. I was like in my want want phase. And I realized that I kept saying that it's like it's not going to happen if like if, if we actually find a place. I was being very, very negative. And by the way, you're allowed to have your negativity. That's okay. We just don't stay there. Um, so if you're in your negative phase right now, it's okay, but tell yourself that you're going to get out of it tomorrow and show up from a place of when it happens. So not if it happens, but when it happens, because when you show up from a place of when it happens, that carries the expectation that it is going to happen. When you show up from a place of if it happens, there's doubt there. There's a little bit of hesitancy. There's separation between you and the thing. And so it's never a matter of if it's only a matter of when. And coming back to this idea of collapsing time or speeding things up, you can collapse time by showing up in life like the version of you that already has the thing. And so I started asking myself right before we got the place, if I already had the, the yes in my inbox, if I already received the call, what would I be doing? How would I be showing up? And one of the things that came up for me was telling people about it, telling people about the lessons that I've learned through this experience. And so I started journaling out these manifestation lessons that I'm now telling you today. Um, I started going on Pinterest and planning out my office and I, I started telling people about it, like people in my community. And so I started acting as if it had already happened and it didn't feel like a, oh, I might be jinxing it type of feeling, which it was with the first place that again, well, let's call it, um, let's call it volcano, the volcano house. <laughs> um, it, like the volcano house, I was like, I don't want to tell anybody because I don't want to jinx it. So there was, there was always doubt there, you know? And so this place I started as, I started actually showing up as the version of myself that already had the place that had already received the yes. And so you can do that in anything that you're manifesting. If you already had the desired outcome, how would you feel? What would you do? If you already had the desired outcome, how would you feel and what would you do? Really powerful question for you guys to journal on. 
So it's never a matter of if, it's only a matter of when. All right, and lesson number four. This is a big one. If you do not get what you think you want, it's because what you really want and what you need is on its way to you soon. And, and, little asterisk here, it will be way better than you can imagine. A lot of people were telling me this after we lost the volcano house. And I love that we're calling it the volcano house. <laughs> after we lost the volcano house, my coach was telling me this. My friends were telling me this. Hell, you guys were telling me this on social media and on Instagram. And I literally could not fathom it. I was like, no, this was my dream house. This house is perfect. It is everything that I wrote down on my manifestation wish list with a, with a, like to a T. How could any other place be better than this place? And then I found the house that we received and it's way better the other house didn't have an ocean view in the office the other house was a little bit older as far as everywhere else in the house besides the kitchen it had turf in the backyard instead of real grass and it was beautiful like don't get me wrong definitely still a dream house and was wonderful but it was also a little bit bigger than the house that we're moving into and for me and for Corey, we're not like all about moving into the biggest house possible. We want cozy and nice and clean and airy. And um, this house that we found, I mean, you guys are going to see it soon, is perfect. And my office in this place is literally so much better than the other place. And I, in the process, could not imagine receiving something better than what I didn't get. But whether it be a relationship, a client, a program, a house, you will never miss what is yours. There is no way for you to miss what is yours. And so can you, in the times where you might be a little disappointed because you didn't receive the thing that you desire, remind yourself that what you truly desire and what is even greater than this place is on its way to you soon and God, universe, divine, source, spirit, whatever you want to call it, did you a favor by moving this one out of the way and clearing space so that you could receive something that is the highest good for you and for everyone involved in the situation. All right, you guys, let's take a quick break before we jump into lessons five through eight so I could talk to you about my favorite, my most stylish, my most hormone protecting glasses. So these are my blue light glasses. You guys have probably heard about blue blocks before because Andy Mant, the founder, has come on the podcast. You guys, this was such a powerful episode. I learned so much about blue light and how bad it is for our bodies. And luckily I had already had my blue blocks glasses by that point, but it just reaffirmed why having a pair of blue blocks glasses is so important, especially for those of us that work on computers, which is so many of us at this point because of COVID. So if you guys have not already ordered your blue blocks glasses, let me tell you a little bit about them. So like I said, the frames are super stylish and Blue Blocks is one of the only companies that follows the academic peer-reviewed studies. So they actually created their lenses with those studies in mind to follow and adhere to those studies. Whereas a lot of companies out there, the, a lot of the big brands I won't name, don't actually follow the studies. So they don't actually work. And whether you are struggling with sleep, hormonal health, higher levels of stress, maybe your eyes get dry by the end of the day. I know, especially with these fires, my eyes have been burning lately. 
Blue Blocks glasses really support you and your health and your optical needs. So you can do prescription. They also have non-prescription. They're made in Australia, my favorite place on earth. And one of the cool things about Blue Blocks is that they donate the monetary equivalent to provide reading glasses in third world countries, which is awesome. You guys, Blue Blocks are badass. Seriously, they have so many different frames. They have a ton of other products, including red light bulbs that support you with coming and winding down for sleep. I'm going to be getting some for our new place, 1000%. And they are just really important for those of us that work at our work at our screens you know it's like our eyes are deteriorating so fast we don't even know like the extent of what could be happening after years and years of computer use and so doing what you can to protect your eyes to protect your health to protect your sleep is so important because they all work together so if you haven't tried blue blocks before they do global free shipping and you can get 15% off your order by going to blueblocks.com forward slash alchemized. Again, that's blueblocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com forward slash alchemized. You'll get 15% off of your order. Seriously, get the frames. They're so cute. And before we jump back into the episode, you guys know I've been using BetterHelp for the past year, year and a half. Gosh, it feels like it's been so long, but it's been so helpful to just support me, especially during this crazy time with the Volcano House, to be in a state of shifting my perspective quickly and not sitting in difficult emotions. And so BetterHelp is an online platform that supports you with matching you with a professional counselor. It's not a crisis line, it's not self-help, it's professional counseling. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which is cool because it might not be locally available in many areas and with everyone moving online to be able to either talk on the phone, do a video chat, or just even text them through their app and through their online portal is so powerful. And BetterHelp is really committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So one of the things that I've loved about it is that my needs have shifted over the past two years. So you can, Switch out your counselors for free, super easy at any time. If you haven't tried BetterHelp before, they have over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health using BetterHelp. And one of the great things that I love about BetterHelp is that it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and they have financial aid available. So you guys know BetterHelp is a proud partner of the podcast and you can get 10% off your first month for visiting betterhelp.com forward slash alchemized. That's betterhelp.com forward slash alchemized for 10% off your first month. Okay, let's move into lesson five. So one thing that my I've learned through my experience of building my business and this house experience, but I forgot it again while on the house hunt, is that if you feel like it's not working, remember you have a limited perspective and it only stops working when you give up. And I know that we talked about launching last solo episode and before that we talked about how to become a high ticket coach. And so this is a lesson that kind of weaves through all of these episodes and really the theme around a lot of what I teach is this belief that if it's not working, then we're going to slow down or we're going to give up. And then that's when it really stops working. We have such a limited perspective on what we can see the entire picture and like everything that's going on. And our responsibility is to believe and to take inspired action and to follow what pulls us. But if we stop believing, if we stop thinking that it's working, then think about the energetic emotion and expression that is put out into the universe because of that. 
Like the universe doesn't want to work with somebody who doesn't think that it's working, who's going to poo-poo all over the party. And so how can you, when you feel like it's not working, just simply remind yourself that, okay, I have only a limited perspective. Do I have any proof that it's not working? Because something that I did or an action that I took didn't have the expected outcome. That doesn't mean that it's not working. It just means that I need to keep moving. I need to keep tuning in. I need to keep shifting myself into alignment and making sure that I'm still believing that it can work. Does that make sense? Okay. And so these are kind of like meh lessons that came from a place of, you know, hurting emotionally, struggling a little bit, even though I don't like the word struggle, but I was struggling. I was on the struggle bus. Um, So one thing that came up for me after we lost the volcano house was that I needed to switch up the energy and I needed to make it fun again. Like I had such a intense four days and it was literally four days that this volcano house happened. It was so intense though that I was like, you know what? I just need to make this fun. I need to switch up the energy. And I decided to look at a high rise penthouse in San Diego, in downtown San Diego. And I knew that a high-rise penthouse was not the vibe for me or for Corey, but I wanted to put myself in an environment where I could be in a place that felt light, felt airy, had all updated things, was big, felt really expansive. And so we went and looked at a high-rise. And the minute that we walked into it, it was on the 45th floor in San Diego. It was so high up. Holy shit. Um, I was just like, whoa, this is crazy. It had a whole view of downtown San Diego and the Coronado Bridge, really beautiful view. But we also knew that like, uh uh-uh, this isn't for us. But what it did was get us into a playful energy. We were like, wow, this is so cool. There's a gym here. There's a pool here. This house has a like rooftop jacuzzi for the penthouse. It was crazy. Um, And so it switched up the energy a little bit. And so sometimes we can get stuck doing the same thing over and over and over again. And it's like, you can't get different results if you keep doing the same thing, that whole thing. And this was the same kind of, you know, action or or um, direction that I was trying to go in of like, okay, I need to switch up the energy. I need to make it fun. And so we did a little date. We went down and saw it. We went and got a beer at this um, place in downtown San Diego and just enjoyed ourselves and took the pressure off. And after we did that, places started popping up like crazy. We didn't get the place yet, but places started popping up like crazy. And I could tell that it was because we started switching up the energy. And so if you are currently manifesting something and it feels like you're kind of hitting a wall and it's not working or it's not coming quickly, how can you start to switch up the energy? Because you might be able to look at things from a different perspective and also just enjoy yourself while doing it. When we are in a state of like forcing and just like that like reactivity it doesn't feel as good as when you're feeling playful and excited and enjoying yourself like that's expansive energy and that's the type of energy that creates more momentum with the things that we desire and so even if it's just like closing your laptop for the day going out and doing something playful that you wouldn't necessarily do on a weekday like these are things that break our mold and get us into a state of receptivity and shifting of the perspective. Because when we do different things on a neurological level, new neurons fire in our brain. And so we're creating new pathways, we're creating new ways to receive information. So that means that we could potentially be receiving information in a way that we wouldn't necessarily before. And that could lead to the thing that we're desiring and manifesting and calling in. Okay, number seven 
follow the nudges, follow the nudges, follow the nudges, follow the nudges. Sometimes I hear from my clients that they don't feel confident reaching out to somebody or they had this idea, but they don't know if it'll work. And they just feel this like pull to do it though. And I'm like, do it, just do it. Don't overthink it. Don't expect that it is going to be the thing, but just do it and follow the nudges. Even if it doesn't feel like it's going to lead you anywhere, even if it you did it and it didn't lead you anywhere. I look at it as all overall momentum and that's what makes the difference and keeps you in the faith that you are being guided. So if we follow the nudges that we receive, whether it's reach out to this person or check in on this friend from high school or go here or open up Zillow and or open up Pinterest and do this, this and this, whatever those nudges are, whether they make sense or they don't make sense, I look at as following it as I am in faith and I am in belief that if I take this action, it will result in the thing that I desire. And the caveat to that is that it can't be if I take this action, I expect that the thing that I desire is gonna come right after me taking this action. Cause that's like having this like tight death grip on the outcome and on the exact way in which you receive it. Instead, again, look at it all as overall momentum. So I am taking this action and I know that I will always receive the outcome that I desire, whether it happens immediately after I take this action or two weeks later or a year later, I know that it's all adding up. And finally, and I'm gonna do a review of all, of, all eight of these just really quickly. Finally, number eight is to take action with the belief and energy of the desired outcome. So this kind of leads from number seven, but when you are following the guidance that you receive, when you are taking action, Take it with the belief and the energy of the desired outcome. We are always influencing the world around us and your intention while you act will either attract what you desire or keep it at an arm's length. And so if you are taking action and don't believe that you will ever receive the thing, it will not actually result in you receiving the thing. But if you're taking action and saying, I know that this thing that I desire is already mine, that I am worthy of this thing, and I'm worthy of this thing simply because I am, because I desire it, and I'm allowed to want and desire and have whatever it is that I feel called or drawn or pulled towards, then the desired outcome will be imprinted in the actions that you're taking, and that creates such a strong energetic frequency and magne um, magnetic field around it that all it's doing is adding up to that overall momentum to bring you the thing and collapsing time in that way too. So anyways, when I talk about collapsing time, it's really the lessons and the ways in which we can step into and shift ourselves into the belief, the feeling, the action that the version of us that already has the thing would do. And so all of these lessons that I learned over this experience that, again, I implemented in so many ways in my business, but forgot in the house hunt, are ways that you can, again, just like come back into, I am worthy of this. I can show up as this. And I know that everything that I'm doing in the process of receiving this is supporting me in actually having the thing. So as a recap, number one, you are worthy of it simply because you are. Number two receiving it should be next to effortless but that does not mean that you're not taking action it just means that it feels good number three it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when number four if you don't get what you think you want it's because what you really want and what's of the highest good for you is on its way to you soon and will be way better than you can imagine number five 
If you feel like it's not working, remember you have a limited perspective and it only stops working when you give up. Number six, make it fun. Switch up the energy, do something different, break your mold. Number seven, follow those nudges even if they don't feel like they lead you anywhere and remember that it's overall momentum. And then number eight, take action with the belief and the energy of the desired outcome. So I hope that these were super helpful for you. I'm so excited to show you guys our house. I hope that as you're manifesting, you can reflect back on this episode at any time to just again, get you back into alignment, get you feeling good and get you feeling worthy as fuck of everything that you desire because you absolutely are. Anyways, as you guys know, last week I announced my unapologetically rich, confident and unlimited live workshop series and I'm so excited for this and I was thinking about why this work needs to get out to the world and you know, there's so many ways in which we limit ourselves in the lives we are meant to change when we don't allow all aspects of us to be integrated. And so when I think about manifesting, it's like if you're not being honest with yourself, if you feel like you have to prove yourself, if you are holding back from expressing what you desire, claiming who you want to be in the life that you want to live, when we don't allow all aspects of us to be integrated, and this is really in- integrity, it's it's just not about us, you know, it's about the people we can help and they want to be led by an authentic example because if you think about it this way, if you're teaching on manifestation or on confidence and you're constantly judging and comparing yourself to others or not ever following your rules or the things that you know will support you in being confident or manifesting, how are your clients going to actually get real results? So these workshops, there's three of them all together. They're all live. You can ask me any questions. This is actually the only way to work with me until I relaunch my mastermind at the end of the year. Um, And so, you know, my mastermind and my group programs are thousands of dollars. This is literally a fraction of the cost to be able to work with me live. But this is really a call for next level leadership. And the reason leaders become leaders is because they do things differently their way, not by following in someone else's exact footsteps. And what I want you guys to get from this is to feel free in expressing yourself without fear or care of judgment. I want you to feel safe and worthy of the desires that you have. I want you to take what you learn through this and teach others too so that you can make more money, so you can feel more aligned in your life and in your path, so that you can ooze confidence around everyone you meet because people want to be led by those that radiate and have that abundant energy and lifestyle. And when I say abundant, I don't only mean money. I mean having that rich approach to life and you can be rich in so many different ways besides money and that's really what I want you all to step into and so the workshop series starts on September 28th so it's almost here it's actually the last week for you to sign up you can go to the link in the show notes to receive the uh link (laughs) you can go to the show notes to click on the link for the um for the entire workshop series so basically the way that it works is that there is a workshop basically every other week it's about a 90 minutes long we're going to do meditation and breath work there's a workbook that comes along with it it's going to be so damn powerful you guys i'm so excited this is the first time i've ever done anything like this really bringing the things that i teach to my coaching clients into a more accessible format so if you have been feeling pulled to work with me to join any of my programs this is really a great way for you to start and to receive that guidance because I'm going to be doing Q&A on the calls and it's all going to be live so any questions you have I will be able to answer and support you through in this workshop series all right you guys 
If you have any questions, you know where to find me. If you love this episode, make sure to tag the podcast, The Alchemized Life and at Ava Johanna. And I'll see you guys all next week.